This podcast is made possible by supporters like you. Mahalo. And by Atlas Insurance Agency, Hawaii's largest professional agency, helping Hawaii navigate insurance solutions since 1929. More at atlasinsurance.com. Hello, my kako. Welcome to a new episode of What School You Went? Start every conversation with that question. I'm Ron Mizutani, and with Fat Tuesday around the corner, we're talking malasadas. I'm also talking bean soup, sweet bread, all things Portuguese. And there's only one person who can tell that story correctly, <laughs> and that one person is the only, the one and only Portuguese prince of Hawaiian comedy, Mr. Frank de Lima. Thank you. Welcome Aloha. to PBS Hawaii. Good to have you Bom here, Frank. Bom dia. Uh, Correctly. <laughs> uh, before we get started, what school you went? Damien Memorial High School is my college. My, my grad. My grad uh, where am I? Damien High School. High school, yeah. So, Cathedral School was my grade school. And Powell Elementary, kindergarten. Um, you know, sometimes when you're old, you go back slowly. <laughs> but I made it to the kindergarten, okay? Yeah. And then I went on to seminary, Shabbat College. Lived at St. Stephen's. Polly, and then I went up to St. Patrick's Theology at Menlo Park, California, three years, got my master's, Dane the Deacon, came home, tried a deaconate at a parish, uh, didn't work out for me, comedy was just too strong, the entertainment was too strong. So I taught, I talked to priests, and then I said, take a break, I go see where, where God takes me, and this is what happened. And here the we are, school, 45 school years later. School program in the daytime, and and. Common, uh, adults at night or shows at night. Yeah. You know what? It was the it was that plan. Yeah. It was his plan from from the get go. Uh, you know. But thank you for being here, Frank. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about the many gifts the Portuguese have given to Hawaii, right? And and I go, I'm gonna go back a little bit because I remember when I was a young sportscaster and we used to joke around with Jim Leahy, and we would we would say something about hey the Portuguese. He would never say. He would say hey. It's not Portuguese, it's Portuguese. And I, to this day, I still be mindful of the word Portuguese. I know. Because our Kauai roots, everybody was Portuguese. Yes. Portuguese, every Madaris is in the Sousas <laughs> and, and everything. But when I see Mr. Lee, it's always Portuguese. Um, but the, the Portuguese have given us so much, so much beautiful gifts. Malasadas coming up Fat Tuesday, of course, that, that's the staple. But tell us a little bit about the Portuguese gifts to the islands. Well, from what I know, and I just gather from, you know, conversations, growing up, experiences. And uh, they, they were, of course, Luna from the plantation, yeah? Mm -hmm. And the jokes came from that era. And it was because they were real strict. So whenever you have a strict teacher, you're going to... Think about them, right? <laughs> so develop those jokes, and a lot of the Portuguese jokes are actually Polak jokes through the sailors. Right. So Portuguese, actually, even though they do not think that that's a contribution, it is a wonderful contribution because those jokes are hilarious. And uh, so what I did, because I used to get Punchbowl Holy Ghost was our family hangout. That's where I learned the Portuguese culture. We were with Seven Domingos. Malasada uh, Day, Easter, they used to come down, deliver the meat and the wine and the bread to each of the Portuguese homes. It was just a wonderful cultural thing. 
They brought the ukulele. They brought the, and then of course the recipes for malasadas in the Portuguese soup. And uh, there was a lot more, you know, of cultural things like dances and so forth that, in, you know, intermingled with uh, our culture here in Hawaii. So the Portuguese brought plenty stuff. And they were very, um, you know, you got some prominent Portuguese people in, the, in uh, our community from the past, you know, like the Dolims and Wholesome Bakery and, and uh, the Leonard's, of course. Uh -huh. I did a uh, commercial for Leonard's long time ago. I was at Wisteria. Wisteria was my hangout. I every lot of stuff happened there, man. And uh, so Wisteria was on the corner of King and um, Pekoi Street, and now it's 7-Eleven and mm -hmm. Hokuyosha. That's right. But in a gas station. Oh, I miss that place. Me too. Had a lot of stuff happening over there. I used to but, always see you in, in the same seat. Yes, as I, have I walk my seat, past the bar. My office. As your office. My office. <laughs> I used to come when I guarantee travel, you travel. Be in there. You know, come home from my trips. I would have all my mail there, and then just go through the mail all day. It was just an awesome hangout, meetings, whatever. I tell them just come there. Uh, but anyway, the, that's where. Um, uh, I met uh, uh, Leonard Rego, mm -hmm. and uh, so I did his commercial. He was also very, very good in the community as well. Till today, it's on, right? Yep. Take over. Um, my mom, of course, you know, she more on the Portuguese side. My dad, Hawaiian side, you know, that's the two cultures that were pretty strong in our family. Learned a lot from them. And um, I got the recipes on my website from Mama and also for the, for the bean soup. And um, I learned that just growing up. Mom also decorated wedding cakes and went gowns. She made gowns. People give her the money for the material and she make it. That's how it was back then. And she worked hard too, you know. So community. But there was one Portuguese club when I started my career. They were writing letters saying, stop using the word Portuguese. And I thought, oh, my goodness, you know. So then I thought, okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explain to the community. And I had plenty of shows back there. And so I put this in the show. I said, there's a difference between Portuguese and Portuguese, okay? Portuguese is a culture, okay? Portuguese is a type of person. So if you hear a joke, a Portuguese joke, it's not about a Portuguese person unless that person acts like the joke. Then they're Portuguese, and you can be Portuguese Filipino, you can be Portuguese Japanese, Chinese, whatever it is. You open your mouth without thinking, you're Portuguese. <laughs> you do something, you know, that's lolo, you know, they call it, uh, they say ignorant. No, ignorant is when you don't know and you do it, okay? But you can still say, oh, Portuguese, you know, but, but that's local style, right? Yes. But uh, stupid is when you know and you still do it. That's stupid. And so that's... Portuguese. That's Portuguese. Okay, I'm gonna di I could digress a little bit because I want to jump back into food. But what is your best Portuguese joke? Can you share that rated, rated PG? G? Um, PBS Hawaii. Okay. Integrity. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I I don't know. It's so many. Okay, Mano and Joaquin. Okay, this is one joke I learned when I was seven. Before <laughs> that, I didn't catch on to Portuguese joke. But they had this man, this Abel Frogger. He was, city, he was with a bot of health. I learned all this later. But he had bald head, bariga, that's a belly, yeah, beer belly. And he would tell jokes, MC at all the different Catholic events that our family went to. He was the man. 
Now everybody laughing. When I'm real little, I just look at him. I laugh because he looked funny, but I didn't know what he was saying. But then I finally caught on. The first joke. Man and Joaquin driving to the airport, saw the sign, said airport left. At the time, had the big sign, airport left, right? Still get him, I'm not sure. Airport left. So they turned around, they went home. I caught it. You know, that they thought the airport wouldn't leave, you know. And so I wrote it down on index card. And I started a collection, Lucky Luck, Take a Cow Manua. All those guys were telling Portuguese jokes. I was still a kid. I ran them all down. I had a shoebox full of index cards with Portuguese jokes. And not only. I had notes of other kinds of no, uh, sure. stuff as well from other ethnics. And it's just that to me it was, I, uh, that's it. That's the joke. That's and this plenty more. You know, I mean, it's amazing. Oh, shucks. I have one more. Mary. We go visit her sister Matilda, and the baby's diaper was loaded, you know. And so Mary said, Matilda, look, your baby diaper loaded. Change the poor thing before you rash. And Matilda says, shut up, Mary. The box is up to eight pounds. Now, that can be. That cannot be ignorant. That cannot be stupid. But, you know, it's a joke. Yes. Nobody would ever think eight pounds, you know. So, therefore, it's a joke. But for some people, because there's people out there that are going to tell jokes and, you know, they, they don't know. They don't have timing. Yes. They don't know who to tell to. Right. And so that's where all this, this um, anger or, you know, starts from because of that. But in general, that's the, I think that's a contribution. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but Thank you. I my, agree. My mother... My mother went to that club that, that wrote the letter. Wow. Yeah, she went. She said, I made your daughter's wedding dress. <laughs> I made your son's wedding cake. Leave my son alone. And that was it. That was Never it. heard from them again. No <laughs> kidding. <laughs> Viva la Portugal. Most, oh, a lot of Portuguese out there. They all love me. You know yeah. what I mean? We get, we, we do a fe- I started the festa with Edna Ryan many years ago down at the pier. And I got all the entertainers from Waikiki down there. It was an awesome day. Thousands <laughs> of people went through. Learned a lot about the Portuguese culture. Till today, they still have a little festival down at uh, Waipahu, um, uh, I forget the name, Village. Or something, yeah? And so they have the festival down there now. Uh, Learn cultural things. It's so important. Portuguese, uh, like I said, I named what I can remember. Mm-hmm. You know. But but you don't you don't tell Samoan jokes then. I do. Like <laughs> long time ago, I did Abdullah Fatai. That's right. And uh, the radio station said, "You sure you like play this?" I said, "Yeah, let's go for it." I was young, okay. And Abdullah Fatai is such a uh, crazy character because Abdullah is not Samoan. Fatai is Samoan, and I got Fatai the word from Fa Fatai. See. So that's how I got the name of that character. Why, where you, the character came from Haula, the summer camp for the uh, Catholic Youth Organization. I told you, I, Catholic Youth Organization was part of my life for eight years, seven years, excuse me, uh, during my break at the seminary. So the seminary is work at the Catholic Youth. So we have all the kids gather on the flagpole in the front of the building. And this guy used to come by every day with a turban and a lava-lava. <laughs> buy his newspaper down the store and then walk back every day. So the director, look, look, Abdullah Fatai. I thought that was so funny. Patrick Downs was there too. So 
the song was created. Abdullah. Abdullah. Abdullah Fatai. And it talks about the, the football and Ulu and, and the whole nine yards. So you do. they came to, they, yeah. they, first of all, they made the song popular. They made it number one for a month. That was my first hit, not Lucille. But Lucille was the biggest. And the Samoans used to bring their families down to the noodle shop. Noodle shop. And uh, every time family came in from whichever, America or whatever, they would bring them. And uh, they loved the song a lot. So my feeling was correct. You know, it wasn't the opposite. Right. And, uh, and that, of course, is always awesome to, that people have sense of humor. This movie is so important. You yeah. know, I, Uncle Frank, be, people may not know this, but you are one heck of a cook, by the way. Um, every year, uh, the newsrooms would look forward to you bringing Portuguese bean soup. Yeah. Um, and folks, I'm not kidding you. A yeah. big, big, big pot. Yeah. I don't know how many pots you made because you stopped by every news station, every radio. Cafeteria pot, and then I just make them into smaller pots. Yeah. And uh, Why did you do that for us? Because Christmas time, mm -hmm. and you folks are wonderful to uh, us entertainers, and uh, too expensive to buy you all the uh, Corbel uh, champagne, <laughs> you know. And there's too many at the stations, and there's too many. Yep. Yeah, so employees got plenty. You gotta share them equally. And the soup is the best. Yes, it is. And then they can pick and choose if they want to eat it or not. But uh, so that's what I decided to do. And um, but COVID hit, and then after that. You know, I'm still kind of hesitant on making food for people, you know. No, we appreciate it. Still got, you know, mask wearers and, and all that kind of stuff. Yes, so, of so course. So I decided, yeah, too bad, though, because I know they were looking forward to the soup. Maybe next year. If you make one, make sure you stop by. Uh, of so course, I, I'll include woo. you. You know, you're, you're, by the way, talk about food. I mean, malas, your malasa, mom's malasada's yeah. recipe is on your website. That is correct. Uh, yeah. The, the br Portuguese bread, sweet bread yes. is... As well as all, bean soup. Yes, all three. Okay, but I noticed. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say this. I saw fat-free malasada's recipe. I created that. What the heck? <laughs> is that well, even? Is well, that against the law? I, because I had. <laughs> I was so heavy. I had in a matter of three years. I had put on almost a hundred pounds. It was one of those things that happened. I don't know. Whatever. Because I was slowly increasing my weight. When you're in entertainment, you, you know, nighttime, you power work, you drink beer, you eat poo-poo, whatever it may be. You know, your body slows down the metabolism. And then you eat, going out to dinners, you're going to fancy restaurants, you travel, you know. You get constant every day, eating. And your body is not young anymore. And it cannot, uh, you know, burn all of that like it did the past. So I started to climb weight. And my, my doctor said, you better stop it. You better lose weight. You'll get diabetes. Me, being the, the person I am, I asked the family. Anybody got diabetes in the family? Nobody have. I said, okay, I don't need to worry. <laughs> so I never talked to the doctor again. I just kept eating, having a good time, right? Got up to 320 pounds. Oh, I was on the stage. I had to stand up. I had to do my skits. And I said, okay. And then I did the blood test and I had diabetes. So I know what diabetes is because I did a commercial for St. Francis mm -hmm. when I was in my 20s, late 20s. And I dressed as a heart, I dressed as the lungs, as the kidneys, and we're all around a table talking story about the person that's eating the donut, right? And that's me. The whole thing is all me. And uh, what diabetes does, horrible. 
blind, you know, um, no, lose a leg, you know, it's, it's horrible things happen. Mm -hmm. I don't want that. So I went on a diet, I lost 100 pounds. And in the meantime, I was trying to think of things that I really like, that I would like to do. And that's how that uh, diet came out. Junk, but you know, it's, but you can still taste the malasada inside, you know. Okay. Can, I'll but try. you got the whole wheat taste. I'm going to try. Of, the whole wheat taste does, this does something different to it, mm -hmm. but it's healthier. And then you roll it in Splenda. Splenda. Splenda is in the recipe, in the malasada itself. And then you use the fake butter and you use all fake stuff, but it still come out. Okay. The donut. I could try. I could try. Mom, mom gave her approval. Oh, at the time? Yeah. I forget now. I think so. I think she was still alive when yeah. I did it. Well, well, I'm sure there's a lot of people who are grateful uh, for you creating that, that recipe. Yeah. Um, because, you know. Still get carbohydrate inside. That's the whole wheat, right? right. But it burns slow, so it does that. that so I, but my doctor listening. Oh, I, yeah. To you him, still, you, you know. still eat malasadas on, on Fat Tuesday? I'll eat, yeah, yeah, because I lost all that weight. So you know, I can do here and there. But I'm getting it back because of my trip. I went Vegas, yeah. So that's why I went to close my jacket. But that's <laughs> okay. Audio, uh, audio, yeah, audio podcast. Yeah. Can I see? Well, Frank, thank you so much for right. stopping by. And sure. again, reminding all of us about uh, the many gifts the Portuguese have given to to the islands, from ukulele to songs and singing songs and, and, and of course Portuguese sausage Lena Machado and all the great yes. singers you know there's so much that we have contributed everybody did yes but Portuguese included and uh, our culture is still alive and uh, so check it out the festa every year they have a little ad in the paper you know midweek um, and learn more about us Portuguese thank you Frank thank you for your gifts for the, for the many many laughs through the years Many, many laughs. Mahalo nui. Hey, mahalo nui, folks, for joining us. Join us next time another episode of What School You Went. Until then, Abdullah. 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 Muito obrigado. What School You Went is a PBS Hawaii production. Music by Taimane Gardner. If you enjoyed this episode, let us know on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And tell your friends. You can find us on pbshawaii.org and everywhere you get your podcasts.